All right, oh, somebody says, let's say this together. Our Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, we receive revelation that is found in Christ alone. There is no confusion. There is no contradictions in this atmosphere. We can behold you as we see ourselves in you. Your name alone is glorified. And we are edified. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's start, let's, let's hear something uh, touching what we started on Sunday. Let's just continue in that light. We had a Miracles Extraordinary Service this Sunday. I think it's good, yeah. We have a Miracles Extraordinary Service this Sunday, and um, <clears throat> we studied something around Miracles Extraordinary. But I just want us to listen to this. I call this Year and Be Healed. Year and Be Healed. That is, you hear God's word, and be healed. Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 23. So this is a message I believe you're going to give your friends, you're going to give families, you're going to give everyone to feed on God's word as they receive their healings. All right, look at Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 23. Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 23. It says, My son, I thank to my words, incline thy ear to my sayings. In verse 2, in verse 21, it says, let not, let them not depart from thy ears, from thy eyes, sorry, keep them in the midst of thy heart, and for they are life unto those that find them. You know, it says, and held to all their flesh. He used the word held to all their flesh. In verse 23, it says, keep the heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So in verse 21, it says, Let not let them not depart from my eyes, keep them in the midst of their hearts, and for their life to those that find them, and else to all their flesh. So Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, that this is Solomon writing to us, and he says that the word of God is held to our flesh. So that shows, as believers, we must understand the efficacy, let me use the word efficacy, of God's word. We must understand the potency of God's word. We must understand what God's word can do and what God's word is all about. Because it says, they are held to my flesh. And observe the term, my son. He used the word, my son. So when it says, my son, I think to my words, that word, my son, opens up a conversation. Because when you're talking to your son, you're having a conversation. Am I right? When you're talking to somebody, it's familiar, and, you know, like older people, when they're even talking to you or giving you advice, they'll say, my daughter, my son, are you getting what I'm saying? So it, it opens up that conversation, that, that personal conversation. Look at something he says in Proverbs 1. Go to Proverbs 1, verse 8 to 10. You know, when you come to church, you come to learn God's word, right? You come to feed on God's word. All right, look at Proverbs 1, verse 8 to 10. It says, my son, hear the instructions of thy father. Look at what Proverbs is saying, of Solomon is saying to us here. It says, my son, hear the instruction of thy father. Forsake not the law of thy mother. In verse 9, it says, for they are an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about their neck. 
He now says, My son, if sinners enthise thee, consent thou not. Now, this is giving, it's like saying, the, the writer is writing to his son, right? And he's writing in a friendly conversation, like an advice, right? Like something he wants the child to know. Are you seeing it? All right, look at another one in Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3, verse 1 to 2. Proverbs 3, verse 1 to 2. It says, My son, forget not my law, but let, but let the heart keep my commandment. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add unto thee. Are you seeing? He's talking about instructions and what the son should do. Look at in Proverbs, look at in verse 11 of that place. It says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. You see that in, look at another one in 21, verse 21. My son, let not, let not then depart from the highs, keep the sound Keep sound wisdom and discretion, for they shall be life unto thy soul and grace to thy neck. Look at Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4, verse 1 to 4. Proverbs 4, verse 1 to 4. It says, Hear ye children the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, for forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother in verse 4 it says he taught me also and said to me let the heart retain my words keep my commandments and leave have you seen the conversations he's opening up a conversation to us and seeing that as a son so can we say as children of god these are instructions for us right we can say that as children of god now we, are, we can see certain instructions in God's word that we can take for our, for our good. Now, look at in verse 20 of that same place, of, the, of verse 4. Proverbs 4, look at verse 20. We're just looking at um, something. This was where we read, it says, My son, I faint to my words, incline their ears unto my saying, let, not depart from, let them not depart from my eyes, keep them in the midst of the heart, for they are life unto those that find them. He now says, they are held to all their flesh. Look at Proverbs 5. Proverbs 5, verse 1. My son, attend unto my wisdom, bow thy ear to my understanding, and thou mayest regard discretion, for that thy lips may keep knowledge. Look at Proverbs, uh, look at verse 20 of that Proverbs 5. Verse 20, it says, And with thou, my son, be ravished with a stranger man, and embrace the bosom of a stranger. Look at Proverbs 6, verse 1 to 3. We're just looking at those conversations of my son. So if you're a good student of God's word, you pay attention to where Solomon used my son because those, those instructions are very vital. Not that all the instructions in the book of Proverbs are not vital, but those ones seem to be more um, vital. Mm -hmm. Or it says, My son, be thou surety of thy friend. For if thou shrinking, if thou shrinking thy hand with a stranger, thou hast snared thy words with thy mouth, and taken the words of thy mouth, do this thou, my son, deliver thyself, and thou shalt come in the hand of thy friend, humble thyself and go make sure, go humble thyself and make sure thy friend. Look at the Proverbs, uh, look at in verse 20 of that same Proverbs 6. Verse 20, it says, My son, keep thy father's commandments, forsake not the law of 
thy mother. Look at it, Proverbs uh, 7, verse 1 to 3. Proverbs 7, verse 1 to 3. We're just looking at the conversations of how Solomon used the word, my son. Look at this, Proverbs 7, verse 1 to 3. It says, my son, keep my words, lay up my commandments with thee, keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of thy high, bind them upon thy fingers, write them upon the tables of thy heart. Look at in Proverbs 23, Proverbs 23, verse 15 to 16. Are you, are you paying attention this evening? Yes, Proverbs 23, verse 15 to 16. It says, My son, if thy heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice, even mine. You know, it says, Ye shall reign, rejoice, and the, the leaves shall speak right things. Okay, look at Proverbs, that's in Proverbs, verse 19, 23, 19. 2319, it says, Hear thou, my son, be wise and guide thy heart in thy way. If you read down, you see, starting from verse 22, it says, Akin unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old, buy the trade and sell it not, and wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father, the father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice. And he that begetteth the wise child shall have joy in him. Verse 25, that father and the mother shall be glad, and she shall bear thee and shall rejoice. Verse 26, my son, give me thy heart, and let thy eyes observe my ways. All right, look at Proverbs 24, verse 13. Like I said, you're seeing a conversation, and what we're studying tonight is hear and be healed. Hallelujah. All right, look at 24, Proverbs 24, verse 13. My son, eat thou honey, eat thou honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb, which is sweet to taste. Are you seeing the conversation such that there's that friendliness? Eat this, don't eat this. Some things that your mother will tell you, ah, don't touch that, touch this. Are you seeing the conversation is having? All right, look at verse 21. <clears throat> he says, My son, fear thou the Lord, and king and meddle not with them that are given to change. All right, look at Proverbs 27, verse 11. Proverbs 27, verse 11. It says, My son, be wise, make my heart glad that I may answer thee, and I may answer thee that reproacheth me. So Solomon was being the king here and was considered as a father of the nation of Israel. That was Solomon's position. It was, and he was the one writing this book. He was considered as the father of the nation of Israel. So his mode of communication in this book largely disputes or describes a father and son conversation. So when you see his conversation in this book, you will see um, a father and son conversation because he was the king of Israel at that time and was writing to his people. So he portrays the way a father will instruct his son. So that shows us that, it, and it is important to us to note that there was an emphasis on the consequences of following instructions. So you must, as a believer, learn to obey instructions. Instructions are key to our Christian faith. Instructions are very vital to our Christian faith. Because without instructions, we cannot have a good relationship. As you're growing up, um, there was that instruction of you eat at 6 p.m., you, you take your bed at 7 p.m., right? You have those instructions, right? That you, you, uh, 
you your bed time was how many of you had those bed time growing up your bed, if, how many of you still have bed times that your bed time is like 10 p.m. right how many of you still have your bed times I, I remember there was there was an, there was my mom's my mom's sister anytime she come to our house when we were much younger then a dinner time was 5 p.m. and me 5 p.m. to me is like I just had lunch so I used to I don't used to like it but she was she was a nurse so she said um, you can't be eating late. So 5 p.m. you eat and by 8 p.m. I'm already going back to the kitchen to figure out if there's another thing left, you know. But everybody have that instructions they are following. So now imagine God's word is full of instructions. Tell your neighbor, say God's word. God's word. Not sound like you mean it. God's word, God's word is full of instructions. So God's word is full of instruction. So that's why you see the mode of communication in this book. A father and a son conversation. A father and a son relationship. And that portrays the, the way a father will instruct his son. That portrays the way a father will instruct his son. And you see, there was a lot of resounding emphasis on the consequences of not obeying the instructions. There was a lot, you will see the good counsels portrayed in the instructions. So that shows the life of a Christian is a life full of instructions. You must never see it as legalism. Instructions can't be legalism. You must see instructions as part of a vital, as part and parcel of your Christianity. Instructions like pray always. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 17, pray without ceasing. That is an instruction. Pray for us. That is an instruction. Paul was saying, pray for your pastor. That is an instruction in the scriptures and several others like that. So instructions. So you see, when Solomon was writing to the guys or to the people or to the nation of Israel, he was talking to them like a father and a son relationship. And how many of you can see that that depicts the character of the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ? Instructions. You will see Jesus giving his disciples instructions, Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. And all power is given to me in heaven and on earth. And he says, go ye therefore and preach the gospel. Make disciples of every nation. That's an instruction. So Jesus consistently gave his disciples instructions. Preach the gospel, heal the sick, lay hands on the sick. Those are instructions. So the life of a Christian is full of instructions. So that is the character of the father and the son relationship such that we can receive instructions from God. So you see Luke 5, we're looking at healing, yeah and be healed. A lot of Christians don't seem to know what to do to be healed. You know, you can sit at home and receive God's word and be healed. Look at in Luke 5. Luke 5. That is why we have messages online. That's why we have messages on SoundCloud. That's why we have messages on, on all, the, all, the, all the streaming platforms. That is why our messages are there. You can listen and be healed. You can just hear God's word and be healed. Look at in Luke 5. Like I said, we're just continuing from the slant of our Miracles Extraordinary Service on Sunday. Hallelujah. How many of you received miracles or heard testimonies of miracles on Sunday? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Look at Luke 5, verse 15. It says, In so much... Oh, sorry. I was reading that 5. Luke 5. Are you there? Luke 5, verse 15. You should be there. All right. It says that... 
But so much the more went there a fame abroad in, and a great multitude came together to do what? To do what? To hear and to be what? To be healed by him of their infirmities. He says a great multitude came together to hear and to be healed. That's where we're taking our, our, our summer title from. Hear and be healed. So healing is an integral part of the gospel. Healing is an integral part of the gospel. The message of the gospel itself, it's a message of healing. Such that, you know, I'm talking to those of you that are involved in, I believe every one of you should be involved in discipleship and evangelism and ministry. Such that when you're teaching the unsaved man, your message has the propensity to heal the sick. Telling people how that Christ died, how that he was buried, how that he rose again, it adds the ability to heal the sick. God's word, the message of the gospel, in itself is a message of healing. So healing is served with the relationship. So physical healing is a demonstration or is the closest illustration of the gospel. When we say God forgives sins, how do we see the closest physical sign? We see the closest physical sign in bodily healing. How that God can take away whatever is nothing your body away. How that you can be healed and receive healing is the closest physical sign of the gospel. So healing is an illustration, is the closest illustration of the gospel. A very integral part of our message. So the message of Christ in itself, it's a message of healing. Such that when you preach the gospel, it has the power, it has the propensity to heal the sick. So observe from the text that we read, it says, In so much more went there a fame abroad of him. It says a fame went abroad of him. So that means there was a fame abroad of Jesus' ministry. His fame was about now, his fame was about his healing ministry. And it caused many to gather to hear him to be healed. So when, what was the fame all about? Oh, Jesus was, was a man full of healing. Jesus was a man full of healing. Oh, if you come to Jesus' meeting, if you come to Jesus' service, you're going to be healed. So a lot of people gathered. And just by him preaching, they were healed. So the fame of Jesus spread across. The fame of Jesus spread across. And it was about his healing ministry that caused men to gather. So this implies that Jesus taught God's word and he thought the gospel. Because you will see in John 5 verse 39, it says, Search the scriptures, for it's them you think you have eternal life, for they are they which testify of me. So Jesus was teaching from the scriptures. So he thought from the scriptures. What are the scriptures? The, the, the 39 books of the Old Testament. Jesus was teaching from there, was teaching the gospel. And as he thought concerning the gospel, the sick were being healed. The sick were being healed. He thought concerning the healing of the sick also. So as he thought God's word, the sick was healed. So it's safe for us to say the word of God is the food for healing. Say your neighbor said the, it is safe for us to say the word of God is the food for healing. 
It's the food for eating. Look at what we read. Look at what we read. Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22. Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22. Let's go back there again. We were just there earlier. Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22. He says, He says, My son, attain to my words, incline their yes to my saying. Let them not depart from the house, keep them in the midst of the heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to what? All flesh. So that means God's word is a food for healing. So it applies as we feed on food naturally to stay healthy. You know, scientists have told us, I think, um, it's impossible for man to live without food, right? I mean, for at least, I think the closest you can go without food, according to science, I think 11 days. I think so, right? Without food or water. Eh? That's sleep. Okay, without sleep is 11 days. Okay, what about what about without food? Without food or water? Science students, doctors and nurses in the house. What's up? A week? Seven days? Okay, you think. You're not sure. I mean, there's not even my jurisdiction. I'm not. <laughs> but I mean, there's, there, is, uh, there is a certain limit. You can survive without food or water. Right? So now, that implies that as we feed on food naturally to stay healthy, we can also feed on God's word concerning our healing regularly. We can to stay healthy. We can because he says, attend to my words, right? What is his words? The words are in God's word, right? His words are God's word, right? He says, incline their ears to my saying, right? He says, let them not depart from thy eyes, right? Keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and what? Health to all their flesh. So, a believer must learn to feed on God's word naturally. A believer must learn to feed on God's word naturally. Because we ought to feed on God's word concerning our health. How often should I feed on God's word? He says, let them not depart out of their hearts. Keep them in their hearts. So that shows you and I have to feed on God's word as often as possible. Regularly. Regularly. I must stay and feed on God's word concerning my healings all the time. Look at Joshua 1 verse 8. Joshua 1 verse 8. Joshua 1 verse 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, right? But thou shalt meditate on it. But thou shalt meditate on it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good sources. So, as believers, we must keep God's word on our lips. Joshua instructed that we meditate on the book of the law. What is the book of the law? The book of the law will mean Genesis now to Deuteronomy. So the book of the law is God's word. It must, we must meditate on it day and night. What does meditation mean? Meditation means to ponder on, to mother, 
to examine from all angles, to think deeply. Do you meditate on God's word concerning your healing? Do you feed on God's word concerning your healing? You know, in Exodus 15, he says, I am the God that healed thee. How often do you think about it? How often do you ponder on that? That I am the God that healed thee of all thy diseases. How often do you feed on that? How often do you eat it? Just like you can, you, uh, just like after a couple of hours, you've eaten breakfast, you've eaten lunch, you've eaten dinner. Some people will still eat uh, brunch. Some people will still have snacks in the middle. Some people will still have deserts. Some people will still have uh, so many things. You still drink water, drink juice, drink wine. You just, you're just putting things in your stomach. How often do you put God's word on your heart? How often do you put God's word on your heart? Joshua said, this book of the law shall not depart out of their lips, out of their heart, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night. He says, look what he says. It was like an instruction. He says, thou shalt meditate on it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to what I is written. He now gave us a cause. For thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. By us just meditate. On God's word. So, you must feed on the word. Ponder on God's word. Examine God's word. Mother on it. Think on it deeply. You are sick in your body. You are having pains in your body. You don't need hands to be laid on you sometimes, which is good. You can just feed on God's word and you'll be healed. You can eat God's word like your medicine and you'll be healed. Look at Psalm 1, Psalm 1. Look at what David had to say on Psalm 1. He gave us Psalm 1, verse 1, 2, 3. He gave us a counsel on how often we ought to feed on God's word. Look at it, Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3. Are you learning something this evening? Yes, sir. All right. He says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the way of sinners, nor delighted in the seed of the scornful, he says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditate day and night. He says, look at what he says. Let's read verse 3 together. Let's read verse 3 together. Won't you ready go? For he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in seasons. His leaves shall not also what? Wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall what? Prosper. So we ought to feed on God's word concerning our healing day and night. Tell your neighbor, say, we ought to feed on God's word. You're not sounding like you, meaning. Concerning our healing day and night. We ought to. In other words, it ought to be done on a consistent basis. You are having a constant migraine. Well, it's time to get on God's word. Stop the complaining. Get on God's word. Feed on the word. Those are times to get healing tapes. To get those words and just ponder on it day and night. You just hear it day and night. Put it on repeat. Put it on last speaker. Blast it all everywhere. Let every, just feed on it. Keep meditating on God's word. It says they are held to all your flesh. So we ought to feed on God's word day and night. 
The same way we don't rely on yesterday's food to sustain us for today is the same way we don't rely on, we don't rely on yesterday's meal, on God's word. Yes, I fed on God's word yesterday and yet I haven't seen the result. Yeah, I'll go again tomorrow. I'll go again tomorrow. I'll keep going. I'm going to see a result. I'm going to stay on God's word and I'm going to see a result. I stand on God's word. I stand on the, on the word of God. So we, we must learn to feed on God's word. We must learn not to rely on yesterday's meal. For today, we feed, we consistently feed on the word. The word of God is like a medicine. It's like a medicine. Same way we take medications. Just the same way the docs, doctors will give you prescriptions and say, take this 2 p.m., two dosage of this. Take one 7 p.m., two dosage of this. Um, and you know you are, you are always on time, right? I'm sure if the doc, some people are more on time with a doctor's prescription, like they are on time with feeding on God's word. <laughs> Some people believe in God's, in the medical, in doctor's prescription that they believe on God's word. But if I say, I mean, ensure you feed on the word, ensure you listen to a sermon 7 p.m. on, 7 a.m. on Monday, um, around 1 p.m. you hear it again, like take about an hour, just hear what the sermon is all about. You're like, huh? Uh, I would say like 7 p.m. before you go to bed, just ponder on it and just pray, feel the word, change your words, just speak out what you're saying. So is it like that? Is it that easy? But some people believe in take two dosage. They believe in that one. No, you are a Christian. They will say, I'm a Christian. I'm born again. You can feed on the world till you see a result. I remember some years ago, I was not feeling good. And I just, I just picked up a, a tape. Yeah, and I just started watching it. I started watching it. The preacher was talking about the power of God. I just started watching it. I just kept watching it. Kept watching it. Kept rejoicing. And I was healed. I just knew what to do. I told myself, I'm not going to seek, I'm not going to take medications. I'm not going to take anything. I'm just going to stay on this tape. Just watch it and watch it and watch it. And I soaked myself into it. Just watch it. Spoke, spoke God's word on my life. And I came out good. I remember a preacher, Creflo Dollar, he said he was diagnosed of cancer. And he told the doctor, he said, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. And he said, he told the doctor, and he said, it's going to come back, and you're going to check him. He said, what did I do? I just locked myself up, fed on God's word a lot, stayed on the reality of my healing. Then I went back after a couple of months, and the doctor couldn't find the cancer. Creflo Dollar said so. I remember Kenneth Hagin's wife was sick. And the, and the husband said, Kennedy again is a minister of healing, and everything. He said, What do I do? The husband said, You do like what everybody else, have, what I've been teaching you to do, what I've been teaching everybody else to do. Go get the tapes I've been teaching about. The wife kept, so Kennedy again, when he wakes up in the morning, the wife is listening to the tape in the kitchen. The wife is going to the toilet, listening to the tape. The wife is going to the bedroom, listening to the tape. The wife is doing anything, just listening to healing tapes, just listening and feeding and feeding and feeding on the wall. Not long after, she was ill. No prayer. Yes, is that easy? Someone say, is it that easy? Yes. Stay. See, if you're in a dying need of something, you're going to stay on it. Just hear the word of God and be healed. Exercise your faith with God's word. Keep speaking God's word. 
Keep feeding on it. You remember I told you on Sunday, I said, wrong thinking produces wrong believing. A wrong believing will produce wrong actions. It does. But if you have believed wrongly, if you, have, if you keep feeding on your doctor's prescription, oh, you have a cancer. Oh, you have a kidney problem. Oh, you have a liver problem. Oh, you have a blood condition. If you keep feeding on that every time and you keep saying it every time, you are going to see it happen even more. But imagine you don't take that prescription and you feed on God's word. Yes, they told, you were told you had a cancer. Yes, you were told you had a kidney disease. Yes, you were told you had this. But you said, no. I stand on God's word to be healed. Whatever the doctor says, that's medical science. I believe God's word. God's word supersedes medical science. And you stand on God's word and say, I believe and I receive that I'm healed. I believe and I receive that God's power is working through my body, affecting the healing and the cure. I believe and I receive that this migraine is going. I believe and I receive that I'm healed. I believe and I receive that I'm healed of that heart condition. I believe and I receive that I'm healed of that blood condition. I believe and I receive that I'm healed of that leg disease, of that leg problem. I believe and I receive that my hands are working well, that my body is functioning properly. I believe and I receive. I about that all the time. Speaking of speaking God's word, I believe and I receive that God's word is working in my body, affecting the healing and the cure. I believe and I receive that I'm not sick. I believe and I receive that I'm healed of this circumstance. I believe and I receive that I'm not going to die. I believe and I receive that I have long life on my part. I about that all the time. I about standing on God's word. Standing on God's word. Standing on God's word. Standing on God's word all the time. God's word is like our medicine. We can take God's word and be healed. We can eat God's word and be healed. The same thing with addictions. You are going through an addiction. You are going through a problem. You stay on God's word. God's word is our therapy. You say, no, I'm free from this. I'm free from this. Who the son has set free is free indeed. I'm free from this. I've been translated from death to life. Now I'm free. Tell me about that. God's word is, is the cure to all addictions. God's word is the cure. You've tried every possible best. you turned off your phone, done everything, done everything you can do to stay off of that addiction. Oh, gone for therapy. No, you don't need therapy. You need God's word. You need God's word. God's word is medicine to our flesh. God's word is medicine to our flesh. That's not a thing. You start watching TV and be looking at those and be looking at the news or looking at CNN and they say 50 dead. You know, if you are looking at that one, that's going to be on your mind. Imagine you have a, a cancer and you are watching CNN and you are watching uh, all these health channels and you are watching how somebody died of cancer. You are not ready to be healed. <laughs> because whatever information you're feeding is going to keep filling your heart. That's the time to stay. Or you are having an addiction of certain things and you are watching several movies. No, you stay off those things and stay on God's world. You stay on God's world. You got a serious business to handle. You got a devil to fight. You stay on God's world. You stay on God's word, and I tell you, God's word works. God's word works. It works all the time. God, no jot of God's word fails. God's word works. God's word works. God's word works. God's word works. It works in your life. It works in your body. It works in your business. It works in your health. It works in every situation. God's word works. The power of God is working all the time. Effecting the healing and the cure. The power of God is working all the time. Effecting the healing and the cure. God's word works. God's word works. 
kidney diseases are going. The liver conditions has healed. Spiral, spiral closes. I don't know what that means. He's healed by the power of God. He's healed. He's healed. God's word works. God's word works. So you hear God's word and you are healed. You hear God's word and you are healed. Because as we feed on God's word, and every, even any other subject, as you feed on God's word, you feed on God's healing. Look at Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Verse 103. You have, you have a sister, you have a brother, you have a family member who is sick. Tell them to feed on God's word. Give them God's word to feed on. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not that benefit. Look at what it says in verse 3. Let's read it together. What did it say? Won't you ready go? Who forgiveth all the iniquities and who healeth all the diseases. God's, God's word, he heals all our diseases. All, not some, right? It didn't say some. It didn't say some. It didn't say part. It says all. So as we feed on God's word, even concerning other subjects, even concerning forgiveness of sins, we feed on God's word concerning our healing. In the synoptic gospel, we see Jesus who went about teaching and he also healed the sick. Look at Matthew 4, verse 23 to 24. Matthew 4, verse 23 to 24. So you can hear God's word and be what? And be healed. You can stay on God's word and be healed. That's why I was telling you on Sunday, I said, when you are feeling sick, that's not the time to stay at home. A lot of people say, I'm not feeling fine. That's why I didn't go to church. I just wanted to rest. That's why I didn't go to church. Why? You get healed in church. Just by te the teaching of God's word, just by even the prayers, just by the singing, you can get healed. He says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So when we are in God's house, when we are rejoicing, singing, the joy, you find strength in that. So you are weak at home, you come to church, you find joy. You find God's strength. You don't stay back at home, you don't get healing from lying on the bed. No. You act on God's word, you put God's word, you act like it is true. You act like God's word is true. You stand up on your faith. That's even faith. By standing up on your bed, that's faith. Dressing up, picking your bed, dressing up, coming to God, being in the car, coming. That's faith. Sitting in God's word, you are going to be healed. You don't stay home. There's no healing at home. No. You receive the healing in the fellowship of the believers. Look at in Matthew 4, verse 23 to 24. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sicknesses and disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him the sick people that were thinking with diverse diseases and torments, and those that were possessed with devils, and they that were lunatic, and they that were passing. And he did what? He healed them all. He healed them all. So many came to hear his message and to be healed of their diseases. The church of Jesus is a healing church. The church of Jesus is an healing church. The gospel we preach is a power, is, is, a, is a message of power, signs, and wonders. 
The church of Jesus is an healing church. Look at it in Luke 6. Luke 6 verse 17. Luke 6 verse 17. Are you learning something tonight? Luke 6 verse 17. Luke 6 verse 17. So we, we, we can hear God's word and be healed. Luke 6 verse 17. So we can say God's word like an instruction, right? Like, right? Right, guys? Like a prescription, right? Like take one in the morning, right? Take a dosage in the afternoon, right? Take a dosage in the night, right? Just like a medical prescription. So you see where we started from when it says uh, father and son relationship, giving the son instruction, right? We can take God's word like an instruction for ourselves concerning our healing. We can take God's word concerning our addictions, right? We can take God's word concerning our problems, right? And stay on God's word till we see, it, till we see God's word come to pass. You're believing God for a miracle, believing God for a job, believing God for something. Well, get on God's word. Yes, you do the practical step by applying, but you stay on God's word. Luke 6, verse 17. Luke 6, verse 17. It says, and he came down and stood in the plain and the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of Judea and Jerusalem and the coast of Syria and Sidon. What did they do? Let's read it together. Which came to what? Hear him and to be what? Healed of their diseases. So they came to hear him preach the word. So just by feeding on God's word, you can be healed. Just by eating God's word, you can be healed. You can be healed. Luke 9 verse 11. So that shows you have somebody in the hospital, you can give them God's word, right? You have a friend, a sister, a family member, a relative, a cousin, a friend in the hospital. Just give them God's word. Let them be, tell the nurse, let this be playing morning, afternoon, night. You don't want to watch any TV channel, making them scared, right? I remember during the COVID and the pandemic because all of us were scared, right? I mean, CNN was just giving us record of deaths. They were increasing it every day. <laughs> if you watch CNN, I, I, I stopped watching it, man. I, I just, I didn't want to know anything happening anymore. Because, <laughs> you just, everybody was scared. Imagine waking up in the morning and you're seeing the death number increasing. And that's what people are feeding on every day. No, I don't want to watch that. I want to stand on God's word. I want to. And I want to see myself being healed. So you have a friend, a relative, you tell them, no, switch the sign for me. I don't want to watch that. I want to be hearing God's word as I wake up. Yes, as I'm sleeping, let the word be playing. As I wake up, I want to be feeding on the word. I believe and I receive that I'm going to stand up from this sick bed. I believe. Yes, I'm on the sick bed right now. I believe and I receive. I'm standing up from here. I'm standing up from here healed. I'm standing up from here healthy. I'm standing up from here and all the jots, all the fibers, all the pains in my body is being healed. I'm standing up of here renewed, refreshed, regovernated. I'm standing up of here strengthened much more. Much more. You know, sick bed, any sicknesses, any medical conditions, surgery, whatever pain it is, you are going to be healed in the name of Jesus. Look at in Luke, 11, Luke 9, verse 11. Luke 9, verse 11. Luke 9, verse 11. Every sickness, every disease can be healed. 
Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible for God. The power of God is working in your body, effecting the healing and the cure this very minute. The power of God is working in your body, effecting the healing and the cure, changing every circumstances, changing anything that needs to be changed, giving you a new organ, giving you a new brain, giving you a new eyes, giving you a new ears, giving you a new nose, giving you a new mouth, giving you a new hand, a new leg, a new body, a new organ, a new liver, a new medical condition. And that blood condition is stopped by the power of God. That, that, that pain is over. That constant migraine is healed. That deafness is opened. That blindness is opened. That mouth is that mouth, that dumbness is open. That mental retardation is healed by the power of God. And you devil, you get your hands off people in the name of Jesus. Luke 9, verse 11. And the people, when they knew it, followed him, and they received them, and spoke unto them of the kingdom of God. What did he do? And he healed them that need healed of healing. But what did they do first? He spoke to them what? Concerning the kingdom of God. So they can hear God's word and be what? And be healed. Matthew 12, verse 15. 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 It says, But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself, and thence a great multitude followed him, and he healed them all. There was never a time Jesus couldn't heal the sick. It has happened before, it can happen again. Matthew 15, verse 30. Matthew 15, verse 30. Matthew 15, verse 30. And a great multitude came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, named, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he did what? He healed them. In verse 31, it says, In so much that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and the glorify the God of Israel. Matthew 19, verse 2. Matthew 19, verse 2. It says, And a great multitude followed him, and he did what? He healed them there. So Jesus is still in the business of healing the sick even today. He did it 2,000 years ago. He's still doing it today. The same God, the same story. He says, I will never leave you. Matthew 28, verse 20. It says, I will always be with you, lo, and forevermore. And lo, I am with you always, even now, forevermore. So he's still in the business, healing the sick today. Still healing the sick today. Still, 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 still restoring medical, still restoring people's bodies today. Still healing cancer, stage five, stage four, stage three. Still settling medical conditions. Look at, um, look at Paul in Acts 14. Look at Acts 14, verse 8 to 10. Acts 14, verse 8 to 10. Look at Paul. Acts 14, verse 8 to 10. He says, and there was 
just sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, who, has, who had never walked. And the same heard Peter speak, I hear that I'll, be, I'll wait for you. And the same heard Peter speak, who steadfastly, so what did he do? He heard Paul, so not Peter, sorry, he heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had failed to be what? To be healed. Then then he says, said with a loud voice, stand upright on thy feet and he leaped and what? And walked. But what did he do? He heard Paul what? Speak. So as I'm talking right now, every sickness can leave your body. Right now, this very minute, in the name of Jesus, whatever the doctor's name I've called it, whatever it is called, whatever medical condition it is, whether in the brain, whether in the eyes, whether in the nose, whether in the mouth, whether in, the, whether in your organ, whether it's your kidney, whether it's your lungs, whether it's your brains, whether it's your ears, whether it's your leg, whether it's your private part, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. Amen. He says, as they hear them speak, the real faith to be healed. Look at Acts. Look at in, look at in verse... Look at in Acts 14, verse 6. Look at verse 6. Look at that. Say, what did he hear Paul speak? What did he hear Paul speak about? Look at in verse 6. And they were of it and fled into Lystra and Derby, the city of Lyconia, and the region that lieth about, and, they were, and where they preached the gospel. So he heard them preach what? The gospel. So as they preached the gospel in verse 8, a certain man was there. And in verse 9, it says, he heard Paul speak. And beholding and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. So when you feed on God's word. So as Paul preached the gospel, the word of God, the man had faith to be healed. So that implies that faith to be healed can be steered when we hear the gospel. When the gospel is being heard. So what are you hearing? A lot of us are feeding on so many negative news. What are you hearing? What are you feeding on? Are you feeding on fear? Are you feeding on the medical report, the doctor's report? Is that what you are keeping your mind on with? So that you are having a conversation, you keep saying, the, well, the doctor said, the doctor said, the doctor said, well, where do, you want to, where do you want to say what God said? Yes, I know what the doctor said, but what did God say? God said I can be healed. God said he healed them all. God said we will lay hands on the sick. Matthew 5, Mark 16. Since we lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. That's what God's word says. That's what God's word says. So if you're having medical conditions, you're having addictions, you're having problems, you're having anxiety, you're having depression, and you're you are, you are watching thriller movies. <laughs> you're watching movies, you're watching things that, that, that increases what you are doing. No. It's a time to get on God's word. You are somebody that is, you have constant fear. You're just scared. You're just scared. And you keep watching movies that make you scared. You keep feeding on things that make you scared. You keep watching TikTok videos that make you scared. You're not going to get better. You have to change your diet, right? Just like medical science will tell you, change your diet. Stop eating so many, uh, uh, so many carbohydrates, so many... Pizza and fries, right? Uh, the, 
so that your heads can be. This is stop eating fast food, right? I think Zillow said it. Stop eating McDonald's, stop eating Burger King. Stop eating fast food too much so that your, your diet can be changed. So the same thing for a believer. What are, what's your diet like? What are you feeding on? Are you feeding on so many movies, movies from morning to evening? Uh, uh, movies are good, I mean, but <laughs> when you're sick, you, you got to get your health first. I'll come back to watching movies, right? <laughs> Uh, those are times to shut down, shut down, feed on the world. You're having anxiety, you're having depression, you're having uh, fear, constant fear. You feed on God's word to be healed. You feed on God's word to be better. Those are not times to, to, to start uh, uh, reciting what the doctor said, to start uh, 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 a pity party. A lot of people like pity party. Uh, Oh, so that the, so that people can give you money, so that people can beg you and say sorry, uh, uh, so sorry. Uh, no, you don't need pity party at that time. You need God's word. You don't need a pity party. You need God's word. Tell your neighbor say you don't need a pity party. You need God's word. These are not times to be looking and be wondering and say, oh. Who is going to be there for me today? Uh, who is going to bless me today? Who is going to... No. you got to feed on God's word. you got to feed on God's word. So whenever there is a sickness in the body, the right thing to do is to listen to the word so that it can steer faith to be healed. Why, what, why do you listen to God's word? It steers up your faith. It steers up your faith. The woman with the issue of blood, she heard of Jesus. And she kept saying, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. It stares off faith in your heart. It stares off faith in your heart. But if you keep watching CNN, just like in the pandemic, where they keep seeing, imagine you had a COVID, sorry, and you kept seeing every day the death ratio increasing. What are you going to be thinking about? You're going to be thinking it's going to be you, your number is going to be harder on there. <laughs> right? I remember during the COVID, I, my body was feeling feverish. I, I, I mean, almost everybody felt feverish at some point because it just felt like, well, uh, I went for a party one time and I came back and I just kept feeling, uh, I just kept feeling the symptoms, you know? The next thing you just do is Google the symptoms, COVID symptoms. I just kept feeling, ah, um, you, you, you see weakness. Wow, I feel weak. Cold, you're just naturally cold. Ah, I, I feel the same. Ah, and I watched CNN. I saw that the death number was already in thousands. Ha! You know, it got to a point, it got to millions. Was it, did it get to millions? But I saw, I knew it was in thousands, high thousands. And I said, like, oh boy, I was scared. Ah, but I remember, no, I can't. I, I'm not about to die. Nations are still going to hear my voice. I, I still got the gospel to preach. <laughs> I changed my diet, switched off the movies, turned off every notification of COVID, stayed off the news, stayed off social media, and I kept hearing God's word. Yeah, I kept hearing God's word. I didn't use anything. I didn't have to go to, this, to the hospital and say, ah, I'm sorry. I, uh, I'm having, they will make it worse for you. <laughs> the isolation thing will start. All right, let's stay. Let's stay isolated. <laughs> and the fact that you're already isolated already, already sends a signal into your brain 
that, oh boy, yeah, it's finally happening. And some people, they're not even having anything in their body, but the fear is already giving their sickness. How do you know what I'm talking about? Some people are not even sick, but just the fear alone has brought the sickness. Some people, they just need to change the way they react to things. And the fear. Some people, they don't have any sickness on their body. Maybe they th- spoke to somebody that have cancer. They say, you have cancer? You have cancer? You have cancer? Wow. What did you eat? I drank so many soda. 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 Wow. You now thought about yourself. Last night, you were still drinking soda. If I, you finished a whole, a whole big 7-Up, you're like, wow. It's conscious, unconsciously, you're going to be thinking of cancer. Am I right? Yes. You've got to change your diet. Imagine you are somebody that is always scared. You can't even stay when the light is off. Like you just have to own the light when you are sleeping. Every, not everything scares you. And the best movie you like is thrillers. Something witch. You don't who. And you're like, are you scared? You got to. <laughs> if I. You, you, in fact, you can't, you can't even sleep at night. You're checking around. Oh, boy. Oh, I can't, I can't. And, that's the kind of, and, you're, and that's the kind of movie you watch day and night. Girl, you're not ready to be changed. You're not ready to be healed. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? You're not ready to be healed. You have an addiction problem of anything, and you keep doing the same thing over and over. No, you're not ready to be healed. You gotta feed on God's word. Tell your neighbor say you gotta feed on God's word. You gotta change your diet. Tell your neighbor say you gotta change your diet. You have to. You have to change your diet. Yes, you're not feeling fine. That's time to get on God's word because you need faith to be stirred up to be healed. You need faith to be healed. Those are not times to. To start playing um, depression messages or depression songs or, uh, or, or, or listening to, to rubbish. Those are times to just put the word on repeat. To put the word on repeat. Day in, 24-7, you're just feeding on the word. You're just feeding on the word day in, day and night. Joshua, the book of Joshua 1 it says, Meditate on the word day and night. And I told you the word meditate means to think deeply on it. To, to, to let it saturate you. To eat God's word. To eat it. To listen to it. It stirs off faith in your heart to be healed. So the right thing to do is to listen to the words to stir off faith in your heart to be healed of sicknesses. So rather than spending time reading novels that won't bless you, or spend time watching movies that won't bless you, you spend that much time feeding on the wall. So you have anyone in the hospital, you have anyone, any of your friend, any of your relative who is sick, well, you give them God's word. Hallelujah. You give them God's word. God's word has the power to heal every sickness, every diseases, every medical condition. God's word can change a man's life. God's word, you know, if, if through God's word we can be saved. You know, the Bible says in Romans 8, it says, how shall they hear? Romans 10, sorry. How shall they hear without a preacher? So that shows we hear God's word to be saved. So if we can hear God's word to be saved, we can hear God's word to be healed. We can hear God's word to change us from every fear, 
to change us from every addiction, to change us from everything we're struggling with, to change every situation, to change, to change every circumstances around. God's word can change it. God's word can change it. God's word can change it. And I speak every addictions, everything you have struggled with, anxiety, depression, this very minute it is healed in the name of Jesus. This very minute, but the reason of God's word, it is healed in the name of Jesus. Every anxiety, every fear, every depressions, every worry, every doubt, every addictions, addictions whatsoever that you have struggled with, everything right now at the sound of my voice has commanded to leave your body, to leave you now. And I say you are whole in the name of Jesus. Sickness has no right in your body. Diseases has no right in your body. And this very minute you are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. In the name of Jesus. It says we hear God's word and be healed. So instead of feeding on junks, feeding on, on, on medical prescriptions, which is good because common, common sense to require. Imagine you're thinking, uh, imagine you're thinking what the doctor prescribed. And also thinking God's word with you. Saying, yes, I know I'm going to be healed. I'm going to stand on this and I'm going to be healed. You're going to be healed. So how often should I feed on God's word? I'm sure you know the answer. All the time. All the time. I'm not going to back down till I see my results. I'm not going to back down till I see myself being healed. I'm not going to back down till I walk out of that, till I walk out of that hospital healed and healthy. I'm not going to back down till I see that this addiction is gone. I'm not going to back down till I see that I don't need therapy. I'm not going to back down till I see that all the hunger issues I have is gone. I'm not going to back down till I see that all the all, all the depression symptoms are gone. I'm not going to back down till I see that that suicidal thought is gone. You have a friend, you have somebody who is suicidal, give them God's word. They just have to change their diet. They just have to change their diet. God's word is a therapy. Suicidal thoughts can be healed. It can be changed. This minute we rescue everyone from every demonic suicidal thoughts in the name of Jesus. Any relative, anyone hearing the sound of my voice and you are suicidal, this very minute you are rescued by the power of God. I will command that devil to get out in the name of Jesus. Suicidal thoughts are healed. Depression symptoms are gone. In the name of Jesus. High blood conditions are healed. High blood conditions are healed. High blood pressures. They are healed this very minute. In the name of Jesus. Your body is calm. Your body is healed. By the power of God. By the power of God. So be healed. So you can hear God's word and be what? And be healed. So we'll, we'll end this evening. Let's go back to that Proverbs 4. Let's end this evening. Are you blessed this evening? Let's end this evening. Proverbs 4. Play for me at close. Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. Let's we, as we end this evening. Let's go back to Proverbs 4. Let's read it again. 
says in the verse 23, let's have verse 20, Proverbs 4, it says, My son, attend to my words, incline thy ears unto my saying, let them not depart out of thy yes. Keep them in the midst of thy hearts, for they are life unto them that find them, and health to all thy flesh. So God's word is health to our flesh. God's word is healing to our bodies. Health to our flesh we mean health to that medical condition. Health to our flesh we mean health to that anger issues. Health to our flesh we mean health to that sickness, to that disease. Health to our flesh we mean health to that depression. Health to our flesh we mean health to that addiction. Struggling with pornography, health to it. Struggling with alcohol, smoking, God's word is health to it. You don't need a therapy. You don't need a therapist because even your therapist needs God's word. Yeah, your therapist needs God's word. All you need is a therapy of God's word. Get yourself soaked in the word. Get yourself soaked in the word and you will see a change. Pastor Chris Yerakulumen said, said, if you learn to stay in God's word long enough, you will come back with a testimony. And I'm saying that to you, every one of you under the sound of my voice, listening to me all over the world, learn to stay on God's word long enough. You will come back with a testimony. We have the victory always. We have the victory always with God's word. We have the victory always with God's word. We are always victorious 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 with God's word. God's word works in my body. The power of God is working in my body, affecting the healing and the cure. The power of God is working in that anger issues. The power of God is working, settling that issue. Power of God is working in your marriage. Power of God is working in your family, resolving every doubt, resolving every confusion. The power of God is working in your life, in the life of your siblings. In the life of your parents, in the life of your family, life of your brothers, your sisters, the power of God is working. God's word works. God's word works. God's word works. In your family, it works. In your business, it works. In your career, it works. Yes, you are doing the natural things that you need to do by applying for jobs, by applying for this. But you can also stay on God's word. Like I said again, even your therapist needs God's word. So you need God's word all the time. All the time. I need God's word all the time. God's word is medicine to me. I feed on it all the time. I eat it all the time. I take it like a prescription all the time. 
and I see results. I see results. I see results with God's word. I see results with God's word. I'm never stranded with God's word. I'm never stranded with God's word. I have God's word all the time. So I know what to do, right? I know what to do. Once I experience any challenge, once I experience any pain, once I experience any difficulty, what's the next thing to do? I run to God's word. I'm not running for what Google has to say. I'm not running to what a therapist has to say. I'm not running to what a movie has to say. I'm not running to a novel. I'm not running to a magazine. I'm running to God's word. I'm running to read God's word in a pamphlet. I'm ready to read God's word in a material. I'm ready to read or listen to God's word. Because I know India has the answers. God's word has the answers. God's word has never failed. Said the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It has never failed. This evening, I want you to, 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 to reorientate your mind, to change your mind, to change your diet. And tell yourself, God's word doesn't fail. Whose report would you believe? The report of the, the, report of the doctors? No. The report of your friends? No. The report of a TikTok video? No. The report of a Snapchat video? No. The report of, of Instagram? No. The report of Twitter? No. I believe God's word. I believe God's word reports. I believe God's word. And I speak. Every sickness in your body, let's be on our feet. Every sickness in your family that has troubled you over the years is healed. Every addiction that has troubled you over the years is gone. Every anger issues, they are resolved. Suicidal problem is healed. Blood conditions are healed. Medical conditions are healed. Kidney disease is healed. Long livers conditions they are healed. High blood pressures is healed. That hypertension is healed. In the name of Jesus. That blood cough in your nostrils, they are healed. That surgical brain medical condition, they are healed. That mental retardation running in your family, running in your brother, in your sister. This very minute, as you hear the sound of my voice, the power of God heals them now. Amen. That demon is gone. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I believe God's word. I believe God's word. I believe God's word. God's word is life to my flesh. 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 I believe God's word. I believe God's word. You on that sick bed, rise up now. Rise up now. In the name of Jesus. You on that wish here, rise up now. In the name of Jesus. Rise up now. Take your breath. Rise up now. You on that stretcher. Drop that stretcher. And walk by the power of God. In the name of Jesus. You in Australia, that you will hear my voice and you are on that sick bed. Rise up now in the name of Jesus. You in that office listening to me and you have a brother.
sick, you are healed now. In the name of Jesus. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. I believe God's word. I believe God's word. That cancer we healed. That cancer is healed. Whatever stage it is, it is healed. You will not die this year. You will not die next year. You will not die this year. You will not die next year. You are healed in your body. Your breath begins to breathe better. Your lungs are working properly. Your hands are touching things properly. You are no more weak. You are strengthened by the power of God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hear this and be healed. All over the nations of the world. Hear in the sound of my voice. This is that healing alarms to your voice. This is that healing alarms to your bed. This is that healing alarms on your phone. Hear this and be healed. In the name of Jesus. Hear this and be healed. Hear my voice now and be healed. Hear my voice now and be healed. Hear my voice now and that devil is driving, is leaving your body. Hear my voice now and that addiction is gone. Hear my voice now and that fear is gone. Hear my voice now and that anxiety is gone. Hear my voice now and that depression is gone. Hear my voice now and that fear is gone. In the name of Jesus. Hear and be healed. All over the nations of the world. Wherever you pick this sermon, this voice, oh, you are healed in your body. You are healed in your body. Power of God is working, effecting the healing and the cure right now. Begin to do what you couldn't do before. Begin to do what you couldn't do before. Because you are healed. You are healed. Just worship the name of the Lord this evening and just bless Him. Thank Him. Oh, thank you.